Hey, man, you got something to eat up in there? We hungry. The Dirty Dozen Podcast, episode 12, week 6, is Don V, I got Noman Ali, I got Cody Yakuza, um, new surprise guest. What's up, fellas? Uh, Nothing much, just the usual. Yeah, nothing much. Alright, let's get into it. Uh, Week 5, sleepers, busts, surprises. Uh, Noman, who you got? Well, one one surprise for me was Mike Evans. He literally, literally did nothing. He got you zero fans <laughs> this week. And what was surprising is that the Buccaneers were down the entire game, and they were in comeback mode. And yet, Mike Evans could still not get a reception. Is there you know is there a concern that he might be hurt, and they're not talking about it? Possibly, but I mean, he had like a what two hundred yard three touchdown game a few weeks ago. So I don't know how hurt he is, but still, it's kind of concerning to see an elite caliber receiver put up zero. That's true, and I and I also think the Rams' defense sucks, and you know the uh, Saints' defense is a little bit better, but who knows? It's a lot better, but. And then another surprise was Aaron Jones uh, dropping four TDs. You you era, you would expect Aaron Rodgers to at least throw a couple of touchdowns, but no, it was all Aaron Jones. And they were leaning on that run game with Devontae Adams out. And so, yeah, he dropped, what, what 48, 49 points for someone? Nuts. If you, had, if you had Aaron Jones, you probably won the week. So those were my two big surprises of the week. Yeah. Okay. Cody, what about you? Uh, surprise for me was Mike Evans too because I have him in fantasy, but I think that I still won. Another surprise though, I didn't think Teddy Bridgewater was any good, but he looked he did all right. I think he had three touchdowns, four touchdowns. I think he had, had like some chemistry points. with Michael Thomas. Yeah. yeah, he actually did well. So that was yeah. a surprise. I like it. Okay. Well, if the sleepers bust surprises, there's plenty of other things. What you got? Anything else? A bust, I have Wayne Gallman, and he got concussed and did nothing for me. So, Yeah, plenty of, the, plenty of the, uh, you know, Wayne Gallman owners were talking mad shit by the second quarter, like, where's my guy? Where's my guy? And uh, all they had to do was roll up the, the Rota World app and see, <laughs> okay, my guy's hurt. <laughs> it's okay, Saquon's coming back soon. No, man, you want to talk about Saquon? Well, from what I've heard is Saquon will not be playing this week. Uh, it's a short week, Thursday night. If it was a playoff game, he would definitely be playing. But uh, they're playing the Patriots. They're already without Gallman and Shepard and probably Ingram. So there's no reason to risk Saquon for injury. And most likely it's going to be a, a blowout. So 
I mean, they're they're playing your favorite team that you like this year. It's not necessarily my favorite team, but the Patriots have been pretty good for a better season. Okay. Another surprise is the Browns. Just overall, the Browns are terrible. Uh, Baker Mayfield sucks. They have the highest paid receiving core. They're not doing anything. Um, and Joku's on IR. Uh, Nick Chubb's still doing what Nick Chubb does, but I don't know. They're just they're just not good. Yeah, that that was a shocker, uh, especially after the previous week where they at Baltimore blew them out. You know, you expect that the Browns to you know have like a hot streak, or you know maybe they finally figure it out. But then Monday Night Football, Kyle Shanahan just ran all over that team, and then Baker just couldn't. He. He had negative points. Like, yeah, what do you have, minus two? Yeah. So it's better to not have a quarterback than start Baker. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, that leads us to the next thing. Uh, buy low, sell high. Um, we talked about it last week. I think it's kind of like middle of you know, fantasy football season. You're trying to figure out what you need to do with your teams. Let's start with you, Cody Yakuza. What you got? Uh, For buy low. I don't know if it's still by low because he actually did kind of well this past week. But Sonny Michelle before this past week was terrible. But now I think they're involved in the passing game more. And so I think he might start to turn it up. What do you before mean he was this terrible? Week, he was terrible awful. last week or he was terrible against the Redskins? He was terrible previous, like up oh, yeah. this whole yeah. season until last week okay. against the Redskins. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Now, Mom, what you got? Uh, for by low. I would say Mike Evans. I mean, he just dropped zero, so the owner's probably pissed and probably looking to move him. So this is a good opportunity to go after Mike Evans. Another guy to buy low is Odell Beckham. He had another poor performance. Uh, Baker, just we talked about earlier, just couldn't get the ball out. And another one I know uh, is Travis Kelsey, the, the fantasy owner who – drafted Travis Kelsey, you know, first round or second round. They expected, you know, elite numbers, expected like sometimes, you know, 20 to 30 points a week. But he has not really done that this year. And he's coming off what, a, I think, a four-catch, 70-yard performance, which, you know, is, it's all right. I mean, but it's not why you drafted him early to do that. And so, I mean, I feel like those are some guys you can buy low. And it's so high. Uh I would say Matt Breida, uh, he just had an amazing game, you know, 83-yard touchdown last night. And, uh, yeah, if you can sell high, maybe package him with, like, uh, Zach Ertz and training for Kelsey, I don't know, something like that. <laughs> and then uh, Sony, uh, Sony Michelle, kind of opposite to what Cody said. I feel like uh, Sony has not looked good this year at all. His guards per carry is terrible. And he finally had a good game. And maybe there is some optimism of him playing in the passing role. But I feel like that was more uh, Redskins being bad and Burkett being out. I think if you can sell Stony High, this is the week to do it. All right. Um, my guys, I got a couple people. Um, I kind of agree with Nomon. Uh, Matt Breida, so high. He had a great game. Um, you know, 83-yard touchdown run. And the rest was pretty much 27 yards on, I don't know, six carries, seven carries. 
So, 10 carries, even worse. Uh, Matt Breida, if you want to expect him to do something for you on a regular basis, well, make sure you have the rest of the six running backs on the <laughs> Niners roster because you're fucked. Um, Sonny Michel is another one. Sell high. I think he, you know, he had a great game. Um, if you have him, if you can sell him, go for it. I think a lot of people already know, like, eh, Sonny Michel sucks. And the Patriots are a terrible franchise to trust running backs for fantasy. It's just one of those things. Um, but I still have a buy low. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, he didn't have a great game against the Falcons. Uh, Will Fuller balled out. I still think he might be able to get DeAndre Hopkins cheap. And, you know, he's a dog. Dogs, dogs do what dogs do. So feed the man. Um, all right. Let's move on to the next section, waiver wire watch. Um, everyone's got a waiver wire player, um, one or two. No one always has a little bit extra. Let's start with you, Cody Yakuza. I got Gerald Everett, the tight end for the Rams, but that's just kind of specific to my teams because my two tight ends right now are Jason Witten and Greg Olson. We're like, I like it. I agree with it. Um, I'm, you know, I'm kind of having a tight end situation this week as well, and um, I can't, you know. A say or deny, but you know, Gerald Everett's been balling out, and he's probably one of my top wave wire tight ends this week. But it's, it's they've been, you know, he had what twenty last week, and then I think he had like twenty something the week before. So yeah, he's he's been solid so far. He does this every year, though. He's done this for the last two years, where he balls out for like two or three weeks, and then he just vanishes. Yeah, that's true. Uh, actually, funny story. One of my leagues. Uh, Tyler Higby was out week three. So I was like, oh, Daryl Everett, he's going to get more snaps. He's going to be good plug and play. Has like one catch for like 15 yards. And then <laughs> and then I drop him and then now he goes off. So, uh, yeah, it's hard to predict with all those weapons on that team. But, I mean, if you need a tight end, he's one of those guys. I agree. I think he's the top tight end. I think there's a couple, but I, mean, I got one to mention, but, you know, it's not my turn. So, no, mom, what you got? Uh, so if you're in a, you know, bye week situation where, you know, you have Josh Jacobs on bye or, or someone else, uh, Adrian Peterson is a good <laughs> wave wire pickup for this week. He's playing the Miami Dolphins. They fired John Gruden, the new head coach. Not John Gruden. Jay Gruden. My Thank you. But, uh, he, the new coach, head coach and offensive line coach. And actually, a funny story that I think is his name, Bryce Callahan. Uh, he, when John Gruden left Oakland to go to Tampa, uh, Callahan took over for the Raiders as interim head coach. And now Jay Gruden gets fired, and Callahan's once again interesting interim head coach. But uh, I think he, he said that he's going to run the ball more, and they're playing the Miami Dolphins, which is the worst run D in the NFL. So I feel like if you're desperate for a running back adrian peterson is only good for this week and you never know uh if he has a really good game they might continue to lean on throughout the season and he might be uh, a decent flex player here on out so my uh next waiver pickup as we already touched on this earlier uh with saquon being injured potentially being out ballman being concussed uh hilleman on the giants uh He's going to get touches. I don't know how good he is, but 
Uh, in fantasy, sometimes opportunity is important, and he's definitely get the opportunity. So if you're in destiny for a running back, uh, Hilleman is another guy you can pick up. I just would like to thank our sponsor, False Idol Brewery. Get your side hustling on and try False Idol Brewery's New England IPA. So bold and rich in flavor, it will have your mouth watering for some more. Or if you're looking for something a little more fruity or bougie, try their newest beer, the Trust Fund Baby, Strawberry Milkshake IPA. It has all the same great taste of an IPA with that little kick of strawberry milkshake. So locally in Dallas, Texas. Now back to the show. Hilleman is the next running back in line. And if you're in desperate need for a running back, uh, he's a good plug and play. Uh, fantasy is, you know, about opportunity. We talked about this opportunity and talent. And Hilleman is going to get all the opportunity against the Patriots. So if you need a running back to, to plug and play for this week, Hilleman is another decent option. I agree with that. I think he's, I don't know if the talent's there, but I agree with the opportunity for sure. All right. Um, sleepers could be a guy, you know, so basically it's a guy that you're not expecting to, you know, start throwing your starting lineup. Could be a guy on your bench. Could be a guy on, you know, waivers. Um, Cody, what do you got? Sleeper of the week for you. Sleeper? I'm going to go with Jordan Howard against the Vikings. Really? That sounds awful. <laughs> What? He did, he, did pretty, he did pretty good last week. Had a touchdown. Had 32 points the week before. So you're just going to go on the gut feeling that Jordan, Jordan Howard's Howard. been balling out for the last two weeks. Against the Vikings. Eagles looked good last week. Vikings, not so much. Actually, no, the Vikings, did they win? They did. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. No, they did look good. Actually. Come on. What you got? All right. So for some sleepers, uh, I mentioned last week, and I hope listeners listen, I said to start Will Fuller last week against the Falcons. You did, actually. And if you did, you're welcome. <laughs> but this week, the Houston Texans are playing the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Chiefs have one of the worst defenses in the NFL. So I think this week, you can also start Will Fuller. I don't think he's going to give you 50. But I think he will be a good start and uh, maybe a receiver two value. And also, as you saw, the Falcons' defense was horrendous last week. I actually witnessed it in person. And so if you have anyone on the Arizona Cardinals that's (laughs) fantasy-relevant, I'm not saying to start like the fifth receiver, but I'm saying any fantasy-relevant player on the Arizona Cardinals, start them. That's David Johnson, that's Fitzgerald, that's Kirk, that's uh, maybe Keyshawn Johnson, maybe even Charles Clay if you need a tight end, maybe even Edmonds. Start everyone on the Cardinals. I don't know and if Charles Clay is going to do anything, but <laughs> I do agree with that. For me, I yeah. think it's kind of similar. Um, any Cowboys reserves, like not like just bench players, but like cab- similar to what you said, Cowboys and Patriots, starters, third string or second string, and same with the Patriots, like just throw them out, fill them up, because I don't care that Darnold's back. Someone's going to pop his lung. It's going down. Both those teams are going to win by 35. It's going to be nasty. 35. I hope so. I don't know about that. Let's move on to the next section. It's the fun section. Bold predictions. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a fun time. No one says his thing. So 
Hopefully, Co- Cody has his shit together. But, uh, <laughs> Nomon, we'll start with you. Okay. So, for bold predictions, last week I said uh, Mason Rudolph will outscore Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I, th- I think he was close to doing that before he got hurt, but I definitely did not get that right. And then uh, Alvin Kamara, under 41 rush yards, I think he had 60. So, missed that, missed that on that. But, I mean, that's why you call him bold prediction. For this week, my bold prediction is there will be three receivers on Arizona Cardinals to score 15-plus fantasy points. I just talked about this earlier. They're playing the Atlanta Falcons. His defense is horrendous. Uh, they only pressured Deshaun Watson 6% of the time for the whole game. That's the lowest in Deshaun Watson's entire career. And that's with the horrendous offensive line that Houston Texans have. So uh, I know the Cardinals have a terrible line, but the Falcons pass rush is even worse. So, yeah, three receivers on Arizona Cardinals will score 15-plus fantasy points. And then my other bold prediction, the Redskins and the Dolphins, the game everyone has been waiting for, will be the highest-scoring game of the week. It's gonna, I think it's going to be a shootout. And uh, you can see in the high 30s, maybe in 40s. And, you, I bet, and a lot of people are wondering why, who's on the Dolphins, who's on the Redskins? I don't know, but they're both bad, and I could see a lot of busted coverage. I can see a lot of lucky tips. I don't know, but I think that could just be the highest-scoring game of the week. I like it. I like it. Cody, what you got? For something this week, kind of going off what Nomont was saying, but I think Kyler Murray's going to have a really big game. Falcons defense, a little suspect. Kyler, similar play style to Deshaun Watson, and he had a field day. Is there a disclaimer to that bold? Prediction. Oh, no. I'm completely objective. Oh, really? Did you go to high school? Did you sit next to him in math class? No, not, not, not necessarily, but we did go to the same high school. <laughs> and I do own him in all three fantasy teams. What's your year-long bold prediction? Year-long bold prediction? I think the Bills are going to make the playoffs. Okay. That bold. I like it. No, Four it's, one. Uh, it actually ties together. No one had the same one last week. So Okay. We actually kind of came to the realization that the Bills also have the same shitty schedule that the Patriots yeah. have, and they're probably going to go to the playoffs. Is so, yeah, the AFC is looking a little rough right now. So uh, my prediction is not something crazy. I think the Patriots are going to go on another five-game win streak. Um, I don't want to say they're going to go 16-0, and but I think they're definitely going to win the next five games. Yeah, I can see that. Very bold. Especially with that schedule. Yeah, it's 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 kind of like embarrassing how bad it is, but uh, what yeah, can you do? I, it's the NFL. I, yeah, actually looking at the schedule, it's like, oh, week eight, they're playing the Browns. That might be a tough game, but after yesterday, I don't know, that might be another easy win for the Patriots. The Redskins actually figured some shit out how to like kind of do some things, but they just, yeah, they're just not a good team. Yeah, I, to, I, to be honest, I think Colt McCoy, he did a pretty good job. I mean, with what he had, you know, they were competitive in the first half, and then Belichick made adjustments in the second half. And the defense was actually doing something. Yeah, I mean Brady, that's probably the most I've seen Brady hit the hit the turf. You know. Yeah. And they were competitive in the first half, but Belichick and his scheme. Yeah, you can't trust them. So, all right. Well, let's move on to the next subject. You know, week six top bets. Uh, Maybe Cody Yakuza has one. If he doesn't, it's all good. Um, no, Mon, let's start with you. Okay, so I'm going to recap last week's bet. 
And uh, one bet that I mentioned was to go all out on the New England Patriots covering against the Washington Redskins. And if you did make that bet, you will, you're probably a very rich person right now. And for this week, I'm saying whatever money you want on that bet, double down and bet on the New England Patriots to cover against the New York Giants again this week. I think right now the spread is 17. It could go up. It could go down. But I think New England Patriots will win by at least 20. And uh, especially with all the injuries the Giants have, I think that's the lock of the week, my max bet. Uh, and, if, you know, if you're trying to win money and you're a gambler, definitely this is the bet to make. And then some small bets I have. Uh, one unit, I think the Cincinnati Bengals are they're plus 12. I think they'll cover at Baltimore. It's a divisional game. The Bengals all actually always play the Ravens tough, sometimes beating them. I don't know why, but they just do. And uh, I think the Cincinnati Bengals can keep it close. And I think plus 12 is too many points, and they'll cover. And then my another bet is two or three units, depending on uh, the amount of teaser I got. It's You can do either a 10-point teaser or a 7-point teaser. Uh, and the teams I have is Patriots with the 17-point spread. I like the Eagles plus three. And uh, the Saints are even right now. And the Buccaneers plus two. So you can do a seven-point teaser with those four teams or a ten-point teaser with those three teams. And uh, your payout for a seven-point teaser, you're going to get about plus 200. And then on a ten-point teaser, it'll be like minus 120. So, But I think it's a pretty safe bet. I mean, you're going to have Patriots at seven points, which is doable. And then Eagles will be at plus 10 or plus 13, depending on the amount. And I, I, they're at Minnesota. I think uh, it's going to be a close game. I think Eagles actually might win that game. And then you have Saints at Jacksonville. Uh, Saints might be the best team in the NFL, and this is even without Drew Brees. Or, NFC, my bad. And this is without Drew Brees. And uh, Jacksonville, they, I think losing Jalen Ramsey is a huge loss on your defense, and I think uh, Sean Payton is going to figure out some, some schemes to uh, beat that defense. And then... Bucks at home against the Panthers. Uh, Kyle Allen, he's not—he's a good quarterback to manage the game, but he's not going to beat you with his arm. Uh, I mean, some of y'all CMC, but I think the Bucks at home—they're at plus two right now. You have seven or ten. If seven points be plus nine, ten points be plus twelve. I think Bucks at home—they—they uh, they won't get blown out. And so those are my bets for the week. I agree, hundred percent with the Patriots. I think they're going to wax that ass. On the New York Giants. And, uh, you know, that's one of the few bets I made. I actually got the spread on 16 when I made the bet. And then another one I also threw on. Who's playing the Jets this week? Oh, the Cowboys. I think regardless of Sam Darnold playing, I think the Cowboys are still going to smoke them. You think so? I do. I think that's a guarantee. A guarantee a lock? It is a lock. I, in my opinion, it's a lock. It's a one, it's a one uh, unit lock. It's not a big lock, but I think you put one unit on it. I think you're gonna win money. Yeah, I'm still worried that Sam Darnold is gonna come in and not be ready to go because they're trying to rush him, and mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. But I also think the Jets just aren't good. I think they just have a lot of injuries right now. Uh, no no CJ Mosley, no Sam Darnold. 
and uh, I think no, I think one of their defense linemen was also hurt. But no, yeah, I think uh, he's gonna be a little. Sam Darnold's gonna be a little rusty, and maybe a. Uh, is it at Dallas or is that New York? Uh, I think it's in New York. I can't remember. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I'll definitely put a unit on that, and uh, maybe even tease it with the Patriots. Yeah, you know? Cody. You you a big better? What you think? What you thinking this week? Uh, my betting strategies usually do not pan out because <laughs> I usually just make like a fucking eighteen parlay and put like twenty dollars on it to win like two thousand. <laughs> has haven't hit one yet, but I will one week. Well, maybe you should but, stop betting on the Aggies, piece of shit. No, nah, I'm not. I don't. You think I watch college football? If I'm gonna bet on college football, I'm picking Hawaii, baby. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like seven out of eight or six out of eight. Yeah, I mean the one week one, the fucking Broncos fucked me, or the Raiders also fucked. Stop betting against game. the Raiders. I was week one, bro. Did you really think they were gonna win week one? They did. <laughs> but I do like you, the Cardinals plus two and a half though. At yeah. home. Yeah, I like that bet, even though it's against my Falcons. <laughs> uh, if if you if you like making those uh, big teasers and you actually do well on them, like. Not saying you hit it, but if you get like six or seven out of those eight, you should think of doing a round robin. Have you ever, have you ever, do you know what a round robin is? I, have, I don't even know what that is. So it's like a parlay of every single combination of those eight teams. So it's like making multiple bets, but it does it in one bet for you. So, for example, if you have like eight different teams, say Patriots and Cowboys and Eagles, it will do a two-team parlay with the Patriots Cowboys. A two-team parlay with the Patriots-Eagles, two-team parlay with the Cowboys-Eagles, and then there's a three-team parlay after that, a 14, a 15, a 16, and on and on. And uh, so if you get, like, you know, more than half the, half of your picks right, you, you come out positive, you know? Okay, but it's, all, okay. it's, also, it's also more money you put in, the more bets you're placing. But it's something to look into if, I were, if you're one of those guys who likes making big parlays. I will. I will indeed. I like it. No man. Cody. Putting the minds together. Well, it's those, it's the Aggie minds, baby. Oh, yeah, there you go. Well, that's it for week six. Dirty does podcast. You know, it was real quick, it was real quiet. Um, you know, make sure you got your picks in, make sure you got your ad drops in, and make sure you got your bets in and bet safely. Thanks for having you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Dommy boy. All right. Well, cheers. Same way you showed me Not my head